and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days in the podcast. And oh boy, that was a Super Bowl to remember. I prefer a few less points, a few more punts, but I'm not going to complain. So let's recap the winning card for Sunday. And we start with the big game, the Super Bowl. The day didn't start well for me. My quarter failed me yet again. I had heads. It came up tails. I lost. Not good. Then the first half total, not available in Better Edge. So this was just a personal play, not a podcast play, but I own it. So I had the under 24 and a half and I lost it. I did have a good read on the two prop bets, though. I had Pacheco over the 47 and a half yards rushing. I had McKinnon over the 19 and a half yards rushing. Both of those got home, so that was good. Then for the game, I had the Chiefs plus the one and a half, and we know they won in the end, so we cashed that ticket as well. So for the Super Bowl, I make money. I'm not going to complain about that. Congrats also to Bill in Florida, Mr. Playoff, I call him. He went three and two on his Super Bowl card, and he never lost a week in the playoffs. Four rounds, four winning rounds for Bill. He went 13 and seven, hitting 65% of his plays. So once again, congrats to Bill in Florida. Then recapping the rest of our card for Sunday in college basketball, so-so day. We go two and two. We lose on Purdue-Fort Wayne. We lose on Quinnipiac. I'm done with them for 30 days. Oh, boy. That was some ugly basketball to end that game. We do cash on Cleveland State plus the two and a half, and we cash on the Jaspers of Manhattan minus the one. On Twitter, I led you astray. We backed Purdue-Fort Wayne minus the four, so we got to lose that one twice. Then our OPP plays, we go two and one. We cash on the Celtics in the NBA. We cash on San Jose and Washington on the frozen pond under the six and a half. And then we lose on Wichita State in college basketball minus the six and a half. Add it all together. We make $30 for the day. And now we move on to the next. So we start the card in the ACC. It is North Carolina minus the four against Miami. So I don't play Final Four future bets, but Miami at plus 1,600 is one of those numbers that would pique my interest. I really like this Hurricane team. They're 11-4 and in the ACC. They're 20-5 and overall. They're winners of four straight. They have the ninth best offensive efficiency in the country. They have wins over Providence, Rutgers, Virginia, and Duke. The Canes shoot over 48%. They have so many scorers on this team that Nigel Pack, that averaged over 17 points per game last year at Kansas State, is just the fourth leading scorer on this team. That's how loaded they are offensively. Miami won the lone meeting last season by 28 points. North Carolina, on the other hand, well, they're just a frustrating team to bet on. They're very inconsistent. Eight and six in the ACC, 16 and nine overall. They ended their three-game losing skid last time out. They crushed Clemson by 20. The Tar Heels are 0-3 against top 25 teams. They're just two and seven against top 50 teams. And they're currently on the dreaded big dance bubble. On a positive note, UNC is 11 and one at home this year. They have three road games plus Virginia and Duke at home left on their schedule. The Tar Heels will have a sense of urgency tonight. They need this one bad. I expect them to check a ton of boxes off the list tonight. Give me North Carolina. Minus the four against Miami. Next up on the card, we go to the Big 12. It is Texas. Minus the three and a half at Texas Tech. So I like conference home teams in revenge spots. 
but this is similar to Kansas and Oklahoma on Saturday. I have a top 10 team fighting for a conference title, averaging over 80 points per game, one of just three teams in the Big 12 with a winning record on the road. Four of the five leading scorers are seniors. They have veteran leadership. Eight of the top nine players on the team have played in all 25 games this season. They trailed by 12 in the first meeting against the double T before battling back to win by a deuce. The Red Raiders are 2-10 in the Big 12, 13-12 overall, but give Texas Tech some credit. They continue to battle. They've knocked off a pair of top 25 teams at home of late, that being Iowa State and Kansas State. They forced 23 Kansas State turnovers on Saturday and held them to just 35% shooting. I don't see that happening tonight, though. Texas has too much firepower. It might get a little sweaty late, but I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Longhorns on the road at Texas Tech. Next up, we go to the Colonial Athletic Association, where I tend not to do well, by the way, but once again, it's a small slate of games. I'm going to back North Carolina, A&T, in a pick at Monmouth. So when these two teams last met on January the 28th, Monmouth was 1-20 and overall. Yes, that's 1-20. and They were 0-8 in the conference. Monmouth wins that game by 15. Then they rattle off three consecutive wins against Delaware, Drexel, and Stony Brook. That four-game winning streak ended with a 29-point loss to Hofstra, but basketball can be confusing at times. North Carolina, A&T, is 7-7 in the conference. They're 12-5 overall. In that first meeting, the Hawks shot 52.8% versus an average of just 39% for the year. This is a Monmouth team that has averaged just 59 points per game, and they rank 357th out of 363 teams in offensive efficiency. That's not good. And to top it off, they're just 2-9 and at home this season. The Aggies of North Carolina A&T should be the better team, so I'm going to back them to get some revenge tonight in a pick in the Colonial at Monmouth. Then the final game of the card for you is in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. It is Arkansas Pine Bluff, minus the three and a half against Alabama A&M. So yes, I'm betting on Pine Bluff for the second time in just a week. Last week, I pushed on them, plus four in double overtime. Don't get me talking about overtime games, by the way. The Golden Lions have lost three straight by a combined 10 points. Yeah, very tight competitive games. Alabama A&M is coming off a double overtime win at Mississippi Valley State. That's the bottom team in the SWAC, by the way. AM rallied from nine down to win the first meeting, 66 to 59. Pine Bluff shot just 29.5% in that game. That's ugly, by the way. Pine Bluff, though, is eight and two at home this season. Alabama AM is two and seven on the road. Arkansas Pine Bluff owes me one after that double OT game. So I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Golden Lions at home over Alabama AM. So let's recap your card for a Monday. I'm on North Carolina, minus the four against Miami. I'm on Texas, minus the three and a half at Texas Tech. I'm on North Carolina A&T in a pick at Monmouth. And I'm on Arkansas Pine Bluff, minus the three and a half against Alabama A&M. So that's your card for a Monday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.